again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three neat perspectives from varying skill range. I am the one who's getting nowhere by hoeing like that. Andrew, with me, our returning guest, our farmhand, Dave. Hey, everybody. And with us, another special guest, the farmhand's wife, Dave's wife, Amber. Special. And then, of course, with us, the queen mayor of Stardew herself, Liz. Hey, guys. Liz, how's it feel to finally play a game where you are officially the expert on? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great, but I, I'm a little nervous. I'm forgetting a lot because I haven't played the beginning for a very long time. No, but you you say that, but you've probably put a well over like 100 some hours in this game. I've put a disturbing amount of time into this game. <laughs> wow. This week was a listener request, and of course, this was an Liz request. She's been waiting for this game to hit Game Pass demand. the longest time. Demand. Yes. Liz demand. Liz demand, sorry. So this week we did Stardew Valley by Concerned Ape. Stardew Valley is a top-down RPG farming simulator where you are playing a young city slicker who inherits your grandfather, your dead grandfather's farm, which is in shambles, and you are trying to build it up and basically become a member of the new city of Stardew Valley. So going around, Liz... I'm going to start with you, because I think this is going to be pretty obvious for people, but is this a game or pass for you? It's a definite game. Uh, I'm pretty... I I can sum myself a noob still, kind of, and uh, I think anybody can play it. You can play it with your kids, with your spouse, because there's multiplayer now. Yeah. So I feel like it's just, it's accessible, it's easy, it's fun. I'll let Amber go first. Oh, you're so gentlemanly and chivalrous of you. (laughs) Um, So we played Stardew first, I think in like 2017, 2016 when it first came out. And it was not couch co-op. So we had to alternate turns. I would say that that was a huge plus to this game was when they decided to inaugurate that. Um, Being able to like actually play together made this game so much better and definitely took it to the next level wait did you guys do like one save file and alternate yeah Yeah, we would alternate it was really 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 time consuming which is why i don't think we ever got past the second year we like gave up and quit um i don't i i don't play a lot of video games but i would definitely say this is a definite Definite game. <laughs> I was just going to leave pass. it. Definite pass. <laughs> Definite game. You should play it. It's fun. Dave? Okay. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed this game a lot, like um, what Liz and Amber said. Um, it's accessible. It's fun. Uh, I think the management style of it, you never quite feel like you are doing everything you need to, and so you're trying the best to maximize your time and everything it's, it's, it's a lot of fun it's it's challenging but relaxing at the same time so it's a game yeah yeah for me this is also a definite game so this is what definite from all of us yeah i mean stardew valley is a great game if you've not checked this game out you need to it is just it is a lot of fun it's very simple i will say i have at least heard from my brother who didn't like this game he's found it to be too overwhelming and difficult I don't quite understand. He <laughs> plays a lot of video games like me, and I don't think it's at all overwhelming and difficult. I mean, I do agree with you, Dave. I do feel like there's a lot of times where you're like, man, I don't have enough time in the day, and you're just trying to do things and just running around. But to me, Stardew Valley is just a ton of fun. And yeah, I'm with you. Well, both of us are with you. We played this game when it first came out, and me and Liz had separate save files. But yeah, we took turns. And Stardew Valley was the game I introduced to Liz when we first started dating, trying to find a game for her to play. And sure enough, she loved Stardew Valley. I think you literally bought an Xbox just to play this game. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, so now this game has, you know, couch co-op. I do believe it is fully patched, and I don't think they're planning on anything else because Concerned Ape is one guy who has made this game completely by himself. Uh, I actually read his kind of whole story. There's a book I've been reading called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, and it did his story about how he worked on this game for like four or five years by himself and literally became an instant millionaire overnight because this game sold like hotcakes when it came out. But yeah, so getting into the game, Stardew Valley, as I said, you are just playing this person who lives in a city. You you, know, you can customize your character the way you want. You are just working at a dead-end job at Jojo Mart, and you finally decide, you know what, I'm going to open this letter my grandfather gave you, and you find out he gave you his farm when he passed. So you decide to move out to the country. And, and overall for the story, there really isn't much for an overall story. It is essentially your world that you are playing as you are trying to become a member of this village and interact with the citizens. But there are numerous stories you can have with the villagers, and they vary from some pretty heavy topics from alcoholism, abuse, neglect, you know, dysfunctional relationships, like uh, PTSD from war. There's a ton of different stories. Overall, though, what did you guys think of the stories you got in the game? They actually just recently added the you working at Jojamar. I was actually really surprised to see the beginning of the game again where they added these cutscenes. Because I think originally at the beginning, it's just your grandfather, like, you know. Oh, I think they always had that. The Jojo Mart cutscene? Yeah. I don't think so. Do you guys remember? I don't remember it at all either. I was reading about how there's actually, like, two different ways you can play the game as far as, like, building up the community center versus building up Jojo Mart. And I didn't even yeah. know it was a thing. Yeah, we built oh, up yeah. Jojo Mart this time around. I mean, the community center, I think, is the way that, I won't say that you're supposed to play, but it's, like, the kind of the good version because Jojo Mart's pretty bad corporation. It's like Walmart. I mean, they're polluting the waters <laughs> yeah. and, and stuff. AKA and... evil. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like also with, you know, the interactions that you have with the characters, you kind of have like a good response, a bad response, that kind of stuff. But I, I really like the story. I think it was like just enough because I feel like you don't need a lot of story because as you're going along, you're meeting these new people and finding more, about them. So I feel like you don't need a lot at the beginning. Not at the beginning. I, I, I personally felt like some of the stories, I just, you were complaining about some of the stories you interact with the villagers. Oh yeah. I don't like the, your responses. So one thing that can happen, you can get married in this game and you have a chance of like making your significant other jealous. And I hated kind of like <laughs> that. You don't really get to like respond to that because you didn't do anything wrong, but you can't say that. And it's same with, you know, the character Kent, who has PTSD, who uh, treated his wife like crap because uh, she made popcorn. I should be able to, <laughs> and, like, so your character has the option of lying, be like, oh, no, I made the popcorn. But if you do, he yells at you, where it's like, no, my character should say, do you know what? Shut your pie hole. You're being rude. <laughs> like, I just, it really irritated me that it's like, he was in the wrong and like talked to her that way. It rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and then what was the other one? That, oh, you didn't like Shane. Shane. Yeah. He was a jealous turd. <laughs> of course, my sister picked him. That's he's like bird. the worst character. And it has nothing to do. He's so, he is an alcoholic, but he's just so like mean. And I feel like, I think she told me something about like, he has like a certain part of the farm that's like just his. Oh really? Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't know. Well, technically, all of your city others will take like the top right corner. What does he have a different part? You no, know, he has like blue chickens that he keeps. Ooh. Yeah. 
But I just didn't like some of the responses and stuff, especially the jealousy thing. It's like, that's like a unhealthy relationship thing where it's like, oh, you, you talk to somebody, now your husband's jealous and you're in the wrong. Like, no, no. What about you guys? <laughs> Tangent over. <laughs> well, David did not get married. He chose to be an eligible bachelor, um, which I was super pick? disappointed in. Wait, wait, is this in your co-op game? Yeah. Or your single game? Yeah. You married Alex. I married Alex and then had a baby with him named David, David Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> Why not? Um, and Alex's story was decent. Um, I've heard that Haley's story is incredible, and I really wanted David to marry her for that reason, but he wouldn't do it. So, Wait, so Haley's the one that the is blonde. more superficial. Yeah. yeah. What's her story? Do you know her? I heard it was really good. But so it's, I, it's everyone's favorite story in the game. They'll play it. AKA three Redditors. <laughs> <laughs> See, I married a couple people. I married Penny. She's sweet. I like her. And then I also married Elliot, who is just really like quirky and like, you know, woke up with a crab in his pocket. Like really just like out there. He's you know, like, so I love you. You have crabs in your pocket. That's typical Liz. No, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, but is. I wish that you could, um, there was, Andrew made fun yeah. of me when we first started playing this game because I wanted to marry either Willie or Linus. The two bums. The <laughs> two old guys, but their characters are so cool. And like, I just, I, I felt drawn to them. Like Linus is this like outsider, just like too. living. By the way, I, I mean, I didn't realize how old my character was either. I mean, it'd be a little weird. Um, but I also, I, I changed my mind about the Linus thing after that weird cutscene with those sounds. I was In the like, tent. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like come on. And then, so Andrew, you I know married Leah because yep. you you like artsy. Yeah, and she was also pretty easy. Goat cheese, just give her goat cheese. Well, and she was, she was easy. easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let me explain. In order to gain relationships with these people, you literally just give them gifts. So yeah, if you have it, it's. Generally, I would marry someone who was just easy to give gifts to. She just like goat cheese. She's like, all right, there you go. Now you're my wife. <laughs> That's how marriage works, you know? <laughs> just give like her one life. gift. Yeah, just give him one gift over and over again. But now Leah's story was she dealt with like an abusive relationship, an abusive ex that you kind of had to work with. But her story was just, oh, it was okay. Her oh, character, I thought she was Harvey, okay. too. Uh, I got around. Which, I yeah, never divorced, though. This game I never lot. divorced. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Harvey. Again, nice guy, you know. I do think it's funny. No matter what game we play, you are always interested in the people. They're always the older bums or, like, homeless people. And you always want them. You always want the guys you basically can't get, right? Because I remember it was that like that in my time at Porsche. I can't remember who it was, but there was someone in my time at Porsche who was the same way. Oh, I don't remember the my time at Porsche one. I just, they were so, they were nice. Yeah. Willie's really nice. They were nice. I will say, I feel like a lot of the guys' choice in this game are kind of bad. <laughs> well, I mean, like, so with Linus, I mean, he, you later on get to like offer for him to live on the farm and he says no. Yeah. But I more like, it was like, oh, he could live on the farm. If I marry him, he can live on the farm, but he doesn't, you know, nope. he can't. He likes, he likes camping. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So you never went into any relationship, Dave? Well, I gave gifts, but I didn't, I chose not to marry anyone. Ah, lame. I just kept, like, getting the hearts up to max. But yeah. So overall, I, I don't know. A lot of the stories you get with the, a lot of these characters, I think, are nice. I will say, I'm impressed with kind of the diversity of, like, the people in Stardew Valley. 
you know, you do like, I feel like there's actually quite a bit of alcoholics in this, in this town. For such a small town. Yeah. There's not a lot of people. And then you have Pam and uh, Shane. Yeah. You have uh, George the Old Man. He's not an alcoholic, but he's just crotchety all there's the time. There's quite a few people at the bar every single night. I think there's a couple of Willie's always at the bar. Clint's always at the bar. Kent. Yep. But, Mia, uh, your wife. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say, I wish this game actually had more of an overall story. Because the, like world itself is interesting because you deal with a lot of, you know, like spirits, you know, there's like the, the forest sprites, you know, there's a lot of, you know, sorcery in this game. There literally is a wizard and also a witch. So I kind of wish, but you had more story of what's going on in the world. Yeah. Because also Abigail, wasn't, didn't they kind of hint that maybe she was related to the wizard? I think so. And so I feel like there was this whole backstory. There's a lot of fan theories. Get into it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of fan theories of yeah, if Abigail's actually related to the wizard. It's actually like his long lost daughter or something like that. So there's things you could read between the lines, but and I then don't the know. new content they added another character. Is his name Leo? Leo. The well, they added a couple. There's Leo. There's Professor Snail. Uh, Q or Qui? Qi? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, then there's uh, the Birdie, the old lady. So there's like five new characters on the new island. Yeah. But I didn't find them to have too much of a story or interesting story, I should say. They were okay. They're nice new content. That's all I can really say about that. But obviously the meat of this game is, of course, managing your farm. That is majority of the gameplay that you're doing is, you know, harvesting crops, raising animals, sometimes going to the mines, fighting monsters. Overall, though, what you guys think of the gameplay of Stardew Valley? I mean, no Liz's opinion. I <laughs> feel like great. when you start the game over you realize like how little energy you had at the beginning, how long it took to progress. And then like where I am now, I have so much energy. I can chop down as many trees as I want. Like I really don't have to worry about it. And then things just get so much easier as you progress. Like I think the progression with like, you know, upgrading your tools to make farming easier. And that way you can also get to the mines quicker. You know, you can get to the desert quicker, the, the island. So I really like the progression. I think, too, it was user-friendly. Yeah. Very, very, like, low learning curve. Yeah, I, that's one of my biggest pluses for Stardew Valley. I find this game very simple. But also, sometimes it's kind of my negative, because I think the weakest part of Stardew Valley, I'm not a big fan of the combat. I thought it was fine. I didn't, I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was bad. It, it's fine, yeah. It gets harder. Like, you find enemies, especially in the desert, that are a lot more difficult to kill, and they hit harder. Uh, but the technique doesn't really change. Because, I mean, for me, I don't see any point in using, like, the slingshot and the hammer. Like, you get the most powerful swords, you're going to use those. So I don't think technically it gets um, any more complex. But, Andrew, you showed me a really funny video of a guy, like, hitting the bat. Yep. What was the guy's uh, YouTube handle? Because I talked... Uh, we talked about Stardew in another video, um, kind of offhand. And there's this YouTuber, Dangerously Funny. He does so many interesting things with this game, with the characters, with like trying to see what he can do. It's so interesting. If you play Stardew, I definitely look at his videos. Yeah, you for the longest time watched so many Stardew Valley YouTube videos. But no, the guy you were talking about, his handle is uh, Matthew McCleskey. And he does like this weird animation, but yeah, they're really short, goofy videos of Stardew Valley. But and there's also there's a lot of mods, right? Yeah. So that you can change up the game, have a bigger like backpack than you already have. 
Yes, in the PC version, which, yeah, our listener wanted us to get to mention. I'm glad you actually brought this up. I did look it up. If you do play Game Pass PC and play Stardew Valley on there, you can mod your game on Game Pass PC. You can't for the console. I will say, I think the console has added enough of, like, patches where, like, it has a good amount of stuff for quality of life. But, yeah, there's some mods out there that make this game just a breeze, like, so much more enjoyable and easy to play. David Amber, I wanted to ask you, was there anything about the gameplay you didn't like? Like, did you, like, dislike taking care of the animals? Like, before you get, like, you can get, like, the petter that pets the animals for you and stuff. Was there anything, or did you hate going to the mines? I, I just ignored the animals. Amber did all the animal stuff. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's the good thing about co-op. <laughs> is I'm like, this is boring. And so I just didn't do the animal stuff. Um, and, and, of course, Amber took over and did a good job with that. I usually went to the mines because she didn't like, I don't think you liked combat. No, I died a real lot. So, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like the fun part when you're playing multiplayer. Like, first of all, you do get to pick the tasks that you do that you like have to do. And then you have so much time to do the fun stuff. But the downside is this happened with Andrew and I, where one of us kept dying. And so like Andrew died and lost all the bombs I just created, like 20 40 bombs yeah, and they're expensive to make yeah and money and everything else they had and he was more like oh well i'll just buy back one of the items and we'll just keep going where for me it's like if i died we're starting that day over like no i'm not losing my like fancy sword stuff like that so it was kind of like one of those things where you're like oh crap i'm sorry babe <laughs> would you guys restart if you died i think we did once or twice but it was because we had it was early in the day, too, where something had happened, and... Yeah. Oh, you deleted, like, something that was, like, our war maker. Do you remember that? You, like, destroyed oh. it by accident with your pickaxe. Yeah. Like, at 9 o'clock in the morning. So, luckily, when we restarted that day, but David took his pickaxe to, like, some... That thing that makes the, or- the, um, the, the, like, really good ore that you get later in the game. Oh, iridium. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a statue, and it gives you iridium every day. Oh. Kind of how, like, Joja Cola, if you pick yeah. that one, you get that um, little thing that gives you Joja Cola every day. Man, how did we, why didn't we get that thing? I have it in my game, because I'm, you know. Yeah, you and your sister, you're, you usually <laughs> play this with your twin sister, and you guys are on year, like, five or something like that, right? Yeah, we're killing it. I My... <laughs> farm is beautiful i have these stone walkways it's gorgeous like <laughs> you need to look at it andrew <laughs> all right yeah so i think it's funny your guys dynamic is exactly like me and liz i would generally go out and do like the fighting and i'm just like liz you can take care of the farm no i actually i love fighting i feel like you were taking care of the fishing for yeah. a while i did because, fishing too yep. which i feel like <laughs> we need to talk about the fishing because we always talk about games like is a fishing worth it is it just like an add-on what do you guys think about the fishing I thought they did great with. I mean, I, I think it was worth doing though. Like unlike other games, so I think you know. I like, would say it got easier. They changed it. The first when this game first came out, fishing was so hard. It was yeah. so so hard. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And then with the newer edition, they made it easier, and so that was good for people like me that have no skill set with games. Really, um, it made it where fishing wasn't impossible. I would say the thing that probably irked me the most was. Trying to locate the people and give them their gift for yes. their birthday and the stupid quests because you want to build those relationships. But when you're on like year three, it kind of gets old. Uh, I fully agree with that. Because I, I specifically remember there actually is a mod you can get on the PC that to- shows you the location of everyone at all times. And like that alone was a game changer. 
And also, too, it displayed, yeah, like their favorite gifts and stuff like that, which I will say, I don't know if you noticed, you can actually currently select people and it will show you past gifts you've given them and what they thought of them. Yeah. So they kind of have that already in the base game. But I agree. I wish it just showed people's locations. It's so annoying when you're trying to find people. You can also look it up, though. Like if you go to Google, it'll tell you where every character is, if it's raining, the season, on their birthday. Like, I mean, it's tedious. Yeah. But at least you have it. And same with like what people like. You also get clues in the game. And then I also I kind of like with the community center, I feel like that is the best way to go because it makes you want to fish. It makes you want to do more with farming because you need like a certain amount of gold level vegetables and you have, you know what I mean? Like there is, it kind of kept me going. Whereas like Joja Mart, it's like, you don't really have to work for anything. Why fish if I don't need to catch them for, you know, that specific reason. Yeah. The Joja Mart to progress in Joja Mart, all you need is money. That's all. They just have a price tag, pay it, boom, you got the reward. So it's nice because it's it's a lot quicker because a lot of the fish you can only get in like certain seasons if it's raining. And I always forget to do that. So it usually takes me longer, but I kind of miss that. That's the thing I hate about the community center because if you miss a season, you essentially have to wait an entire year just to progress. And I did not like that. But you can usually, I mean, if it's something like fish, you can usually buy it from that vendor. Yeah. But I mean. But it's a lot of extra steps. But now you have that tab so you can look at the community center while you're at your farm, which yeah. is nice. But Liz, you bring up a good point. Like one thing that I, I complain about with some games, this game I feel like needs to have, you need to have a Wikipedia up at all times. And that's one thing that kind of annoys me. I like when a game just kind of shows me the things. I don't have to keep going on my phone or on my computer, typing something out to figure out what does this person need? Where do I find this thing? What do I do with this? There is, I will say so much with this game. It kind of makes sense that it has a Wikipedia. But it just it does, it's just kind of unfortunate. Luckily for me, my computer and my Xbox are right next to each other, so I can quickly do it. But yeah, you definitely need to have some sort of app or your web browser up. I feel like after a while, though, I memorize the stuff. Like I <laughs> well, after five hundred like. hours, I hope you would. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, like same with like where people are. It's like after a while, you're like, oh, they're either here or there. They're all at the bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're always at the bar when I'm Friday. There is one thing I want to mention. Like, this is just being nitpicky, but there are some things that with a game that don't quite work 100%. Sorry. I like that you kept doing it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but for instance, the kegs, like, for some reason, coffee beans, if it's horizontally placed, like all the kegs, you have to keep hitting it individually. But if it's vertical, you can just glide and do it super fast. Like you can with everything else, like hops and fruit. But it's like, what happened to this game that there was like this little bug with specifically coffee beans and horizontal kegs? This is such a complaint of someone who clearly has played way too much of this game. Do you guys understand what she's complaining about? Not nope. even really. At all. <laughs> Next no, level. No offense, Liz, but this clearly is a complaint. I said it was nitpicky. No, but it's just funny hearing it like out loud. It's just like, this is clearly someone who's played too much. But I mean, you can make so much money with kegs. And so like I, I always try to get kegs going as soon as I can when I'm playing the game. Yeah, it's... Uh, we really need to take a picture of your like the farm you and your sister have. Okay, so David Amber, do you guys spend any effort decorating your farm? No, it's, it's all house. practical, really. Yes, that's. Ex- I just do practical. 
but you can actually buy like a catalog and so you can do the wallpaper and flooring and you can create different furniture for your house and as you keep expanding your house there's more rooms you have a nursery so i mean like you can really you know get into it design wise it's very customizable it is which is great but yeah i'm with you dave I just go practicality. I try to use up every square inch of my farm. It's got to be producing me money. Liz's farm is, of course, immaculate. Fences, roads, you know. But it's also so practical because you can put, like, the kegs on the roads and stuff. So it's just, it's, it's all there, but it's just beautiful. <laughs> the only thing that isn't practical is that when you have all this, you can't really grow grass on your farm. And you have animals, it's kind of like, ooh. Yeah. That was a big stressor for us was trying to make sure we had enough hay for the winter when you knew you would have like horses and all these animals to feed um, and building all the silos and those take up room to store the hay. So that was annoying. Oh, I always had like three silos at least. And then because you get new animals along the way, like ostriches and then your animals are like getting it on because all of a sudden it's like, oh, they, they had a baby. And it's like, well, I guess another nut, another mouth to feed. Like. <laughs> or just sell it. You can. I mean, they're worth a lot, but um, pigs with the truffles, you don't want to get rid of those guys. <laughs> did you just buy the hay, Liz, or what did you do for hay? I usually just did the grass starter. And I actually like just really customized my farm. So I haven't really thought about the grass too much. But you can also buy it, so I'm not worried. Like We have like millions of dollars. You know, so I mean, it's you know, we're like super rich. <laughs> Not to brag. Um, <laughs> Playing this game a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, I also like I always had a ton of grass in my silos, so I already have so much stocked up that I don't really need to worry about it for a while. But I also am tempted to sell all my animals because it's just like, eh, it's another thing to do. So, as we said, this game obviously has co-op now, which it has up to four players, which is awesome. How do you guys, obviously, how much did you think the co-op improved on this game? 100%. It was so much better being able to play with David instead of having to rotate turns. That was stupid. It made it easier, too. I mean, yeah. I would definitely say, because like you said, you can multitask, and really your time management is the biggest factor, I feel like. Yeah. Because that 2 a.m. Well, comes early. Yes, it does. I always hate that, the bedtime you have to do. But Dave, you said easier, and I, for the most part, agree, but have you tried playing like single player again recently ever since co-op no i have not so do you think kind of co-op ruined like single player for you i I just it's a game that's just better played like i don't know like yeah yeah it's just better together i think so i i I guess i'd try it but so i yeah for the most part agreed and i was like i was curious because i did try single player i'm like you know does did playing co-op now ruin single player for me and i will say single player still is not that bad for this game because one thing that it, you don't realize it actually when you play co-op it actually makes the monsters in the dungeon harder so uh, playing single player it's so much more easy and manageable to actually go to the dungeons and do stuff on your own so i was actually playing this game on the xcloud which this game does pretty well in xcloud for anyone who's interested in it uh there was a little bit of lag i don't recommend fishing fishing was probably the worst thing to do playing on xcloud but combat wasn't too bad farming wasn't too bad i mean stardew valley is a also has a mobile version, so this game works well on your phone. But yeah, going back to single player, I played on my original file, 
which there's some, I have some bugged fertilizer on the ground that even after all these patches, I still can't get rid of it. It's just permanently stuck in my ground. <laughs> but yeah, like playing single player though, it's still, I still don't think single player is that bad. So if you don't have someone to play with it, like Stardew Valley is still really great single player. But yeah, when you, if you can get up to four people, I know we played three players for a while is and just having three was awesome. Yeah, for me, it's all about just getting the farm work early so you can do what you really want. And that's like, but going back, because I was playing my own game recently, I don't think it's that that bad just playing alone because it's just like, I mean, it takes longer to do stuff, but there are certain days like rainy days or days that like the crops just don't, uh, you don't have to harvest anything that you have the entire day to yourself. So, but uh, as a other co-op couple, how often do you guys fight playing this game? <laughs> Actually, compared to other games, I don't think we did. We Are you talking about like actually fighting about the game or fighting in the game? I guess about the game. Okay, yeah, that's much better. Like in Overcooked, I thought David was going to murder me a few times. Overcooked's the worst. <laughs> and then Diablo too. There were a couple times where I died at like critical times, yeah. and he's like, "What are you doing? Hit this button and run toward the guy." So there wasn't a lot of that uh, for this game. Only like, like the handful of times I died in the dungeon. David was like, probably should bring more food with you and not die. <laughs> well, I was teasing Andrew because he kept dying. And then all of a sudden it happened to me a couple times. And I was like, oh, <laughs> but I mean, I feel like we didn't really fight over that. It was um, when we first started, like figuring out who was going to do what, you know? Yeah. Because at first you were like, oh, you, you get everything. I'm going to just run off. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to do stuff too. Um, you could do the animals or the farm. But then right when we got like our thing like that going, it was fine. Yeah. But I feel like it's just like, you know, figuring out who's going to do what. But there were some days that I would like start doing something and like you were just super fast and did everything for me. So it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. We, we generally didn't get any big fights. It, yeah. Like you said, just bakery gov. Just like real life. You got to do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, it's hard because I'm a, a blunt person yeah. where like I don't want something to fester or bother me. So it's like if I notice that you're not doing anything on the farm, I'm like, hey, get, get to it. What are you doing? <laughs> I will say I noticed you and your sister kind of getting some heated arguments sometimes, though. It was mostly about who stole whose horse. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's like on purpose. We're just to irritate the other person. <laughs> where you're like they're in the chest like going through something and you're just like i don't feel like getting a horse then you steal it and then they're like bring it back um because nope. like once you get a horse like you don't want to walk anymore yeah unless you have coffee so much faster but no you and your sister i'm pretty sure got some pretty heated arguments a couple times oh i bet i feel like it was mostly like uh just like pushing each other's buttons on purpose though yeah. like i don't think the game like if you're mature like i don't think the game would like cause any arguments but if like you're a little immature yeah <laughs> i don't know david did get mad at me because i didn't have my crops planted in like a neat pattern and oh. so he got super frustrated one day because oh, i was super awkward <laughs> i just like had like let me just throw stuff anywhere in the <laughs> That was fine. It was like a three or four day vegetable. And then she was using like the, the grapes where you can't get beyond them or whatever. So you, you're like trying to get to the other stuff and you're like, it's like stuck in the middle. You're like, what are you doing? But like you said, just kind of pushing buttons. It wasn't. But yeah, I want to talk about the new content that kind of happened with this game, which was the island that they added, which is a whole nother kind of separate area. And I got to say, I actually, I think the island is a fantastic addition. This every time this game came out of the patch, I always felt like it was you know relatively minor, some quality of life stuff, little maybe a little event here and there, new little cinematic. But this last one that did with uh, patch one point five, they added Ginger Island, 
which is like it has its own separate farm, its own separate dungeon. It's got a ginger. Yeah, a whole different area. <laughs> but yeah, what did you guys think of the ginger island? We got kind of like we we didn't get super far on it, um, but we did like it. You know, we liked the whole quest of building up the boat to get there, um, and then what we're playing so far, we haven't found the um, the actual farm on it yet. Uh, I guess it's, that's part of it. I know there's. I knew there was a farm there. I just didn't know how to get it. I think yeah, it's on the right, west side. Well, for right now, we haven't gotten to that. But I would say, like, other than like getting the boat and getting over to the island, right now it doesn't seem like it's much different from some of the other things, like the desert that we had to get to. So I'm just, I guess, yeah. we're waiting to see how is this different than the other things. Uh-huh. I feel like I want a bit more from it, to be honest. Like. So you do have the the farm and you get new stuff that you can plant there. And you have, you have a new uh, board that you can pick like a quest. Like th- there's also another community board on like the, the mainland too. Oh, there is? Yeah. You oh. go to a room and uh, it's the same thing where you pick between two. Yeah. And, but those things you can use to buy some really cool stuff. So it's like you're trading the, the points in kind of thing. But for me, like the dungeon is so small. I wish that there was more to that more yeah. of the dungeon. Uh, I just, I feel like it's a nice addition, but at, for someone who's put so many hours into it, I feel like I'm not going to get that much out of it. Like, I feel like it's a really big island, but with a lot less to show for it. You just, you're just ready for his next game. I am, I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready. Like, I feel like that is going to be a must play for me. I mean, I think we're gonna have to buy it. I'm sure we will. I, it sounds you. very similar though. It is. It's, it's yeah, the haunted chocolatier, and it sounds like you're running like a chocolate factory. And it's rumored that it's going to take in the same world as Stardew Valley. So, the two games actually might be connected in some way. But yeah, I know you can't wait for that. Uh, so far, I will say for the island, I I am enjoying it. It's I do agree with you, Liz. That I don't feel like there's not a ton of unique stuff. The whole cool thing about it is there's these golden walnuts they get to collect that are like kind of this fun hide and seek game that you're doing. So you got to find these weird markings in the sand or in the trees. And it's just kind of cool to kind of go around and find this golden walnuts that you use to open up more of the island or unlock, you know, the farm or shortcuts. And then eventually you'll unlock Mr. Q's challenges and he gives you these weird elaborate challenges and gives you some special items that are kind of cool. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. Oh, oh, it was his. Oh, yeah, because okay. you get these like, I don't know if they're like tokens or what, but then you trade them in. Oh, okay. That's what you're talking about. But yeah. But I do agree, yeah, the volcano is pretty small. There's only, like, a handful of new enemies. And even then, one, a couple of them are reskins. So that's what I said. That's what I mean. I think the combat was just kind of boring. You, yeah. don't, you don't change much of the technique. The enemies all are relatively similar. More slimes. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of slimes in this game. <laughs> a lot of slimes. But uh, that's, like, my only little thing. I, I wish the combat was a little more interesting. But uh, one thing I do love about Stardew Valley, I actually love the music. I think it changes a lot more now. I remember being in the dungeon, all of a sudden, like, the somber music would come on. And I didn't really remember that the first time that I played. I don't know if they added music. But uh, sometimes it would, like, stop very abruptly. But I do like that it transitioned a lot. And so I I would notice it a lot more. I like the music. I thought it was appropriate. It was, you know, throughout the town and in the dungeons, it was a little different. It was... Like you said, I guess kind of exploratory. During the different cutscenes, they had like different different sounds and stuff that were good. I don't know. Oh, I thought wizard. some of the songs were weird. 
like <laughs> Italy's, and then the mermaid thing. Ah, uh, the mermaid one the was really good. Like, what the? That's like a bad acid trip. Like some of them were. So, uh, I don't know. I forgot about the mermaid. <laughs> the mermaid song <laughs> is really weird. weird. Uh, but Dave, you actually brought up a point of the cutscenes. I know Liz has a bit of a gripe at the cutscenes, especially multiplayer. We did not realize that you could actually skip some of the cutscenes. And during Liz's game with her sister, they noticed that if one person was at a cutscene, the other person could pause and it would actually stop time. But it wasn't working for us. Or you could just both stop time and it would pause. So yeah, we were one of us would be out and go into an area and it'd be like 11 o'clock and a cutscene would happen. It'd be super long. And so we'd end up being charged $1,000 because they'd pass out. Yeah. Do you lose items if you're out of the mines and you fall asleep, if you're not in your farm? Yeah, I, I thought you could, but I'm not sure. We, I don't think we ever had that happen. You just got, we got fined. I know a lot. Yeah, I think you only lose items yeah, if you die in combat. Yeah, but it, it, that is really unfortunate with the multiplayer. And I don't think it's supposed to happen, the fact that me and Melissa can pause the game. So if you are playing, just like test it out before you get too adventurous. Did you guys try pausing the game? Oh, wait, well, I guess the big question is, you guys play split screen or online? Split screen. We did online. That might be the big issue. You and your oh, sister were doing split screen. Yeah. So I think that that actually might be the issue is because we were playing online. So I think online you can't pause. I never think about that. But yeah. So I, I agree with you, Amber, though, with the music. I thought some of the songs were weird, but some of the songs I actually liked. Ginger Island, there's a volcano dungeon that you go through. I love that song. My biggest complaint with Stardew Valley's music is not enough of it. It just turns off. And I hate when you're just walking around hearing your footsteps or like random noise. It just sounds awkward. Or the I bats. Hate he- <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate hearing people walk in snow. It's like there's something about it in the real country. life, in video games. There's there's something about just specifically walking in snow. And I'm from New England. I don't know why I have this hang up, but I, <laughs> it's like it, it's like a gross sound to me. <laughs> It's like, it's like kind of like, the, I can't touch cotton. Like, you know how there's cotton in the medicine jars? Oh, yeah. It's it's kind of that reaction of like touching cotton. I'm like, <laughs> I met someone else like that. That's oh, yeah. And the weird. thought of it touching my nails. Oh, I can't. But yeah, so it, that crunching snow kind of reminds me of like cotton, like touching it. I will say, yeah, and some of the sound effects are really weird. As you guys were mentioning the time when Linus goes in his hut. Oh my god. There's some like weird uh, squishing sound effects going on. That yeah. was that was inappropriate. Yeah, questioned some of the sound I mean, effect they, choices. They said it was something else, but it was it was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you guys think of the art style of Stardew Valley? I thought Stardew Valley was really pretty. I like the different season, how the leaves change for like Simberry season, summer. I mean I I like that it changed a lot. I, I'm actually impressed with the graphics, especially this is done by one person. I, I, I'm i not too crazy with some of the character models. I think like some of the character models are kind of weird looking. Because especially too, when, it, like, when you talk to people, it shows a portrait of them. And the portraits, I think, are nice. But then you look at the character models, and it's kind of like, ah, oh, that's kind of weird looking. Kind of weird looking person. But overall, though, I, I enjoy Stardew Valley like graphics. I think everything's really distinguishable. I find it really easy for the most part when a crop is ready to be harvested, you know, I could figure out what my animals were, where my animals were hidden. Nothing felt like it was like the blob or weird shapes that I didn't know what things were. So I was actually really impressed with the graphics. Yeah. Especially like fruit and stuff that, and vegetables and all that, that could be mistaken as something else. I think the 
they did a good job of making it, That's like you point. said, distinguishable and, yeah. hey, this is this and this is another thing. And yeah. you're really not going to get them confused in most cases. The detail they put into the artichokes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I also like, like I said, this game deals with a lot of kind of uh, mystical things such as like spirits and sorcery and Acid trips. It, it didn't feel out of place. Well, the acid trip stuff kind of felt out of place. But like dealing with the, the sorcery, I felt like, you know, it fit well in this world. Having a wizard outside of town and helping you with magical spells. I'm glad this game didn't just stick with like such a realistic simulation of like, you know, this is only real life. Me too. Well, there, there's a couple like minor things so that I forgot about. So when you're first starting the game... I feel like, um, I guess this is like tips. You want to give you can, your tips. You can do different house things. Yeah, different farm yeah, types. Yeah, you can have, exactly, yeah. And so one of them, you can have like uh, monsters come on your property. I remember playing that. If you're trying this out, I wouldn't do that one first. I found it so annoying. Um, and then later on, you can get something that makes it so that they don't appear. But if this is the first time you're playing, definitely do like the traditional, I feel like. Yeah. That's just my opinion, but I would do the traditional. And then also hops. Guys, they're amazing. They work so well <laughs> in the mines as food if you use like the gold or silver star because making stuff for the mine can be expensive. Like those, um, what are they called? Little potions that you can have. Life elixirs. Yeah. And so like I've, the harder the enemy, then like the more it's going to eat away at your health. Those are amazing. And you can make... Um, pale ales and they'll sell for a lot of money you can put them in your basement and I also recommend planting trees like crazy and using the tree fertilizer because you're always going to need like sap and wood and all that stuff but I mean those are just like I feel like the further you get in the game the tree tip I think yeah and then there's one more thing I wanted to ask you guys did you guys ever feel bad about breaking up like a potential relationship because I feel like everyone's kind of partnered off and then like if you pick somebody like so friends is like Lee and Elliot there's and the same with um Clint and Emily no not Clint Gus uh-huh. yeah you're no, right yeah, Clint yeah, yeah. yeah it's Clint, Clint and Emily. Emily so like I would feel I would feel bad dating Emily because he's clearly into her you guys didn't care. No, I don't care. <laughs> nope. I took Alex from again. Haley, and I did not feel bad about it at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was thought just I, was Haley, I thought you were going to get Haley, and you didn't. You disappointed me. Yeah. I mean, Emily was weird. I'm surprised you wanted her anyway. Who? I was like, Clint, you can have her. Emily. No, I didn't want Emily. Oh. I just said, like, potentially I would feel bad. Um, I felt bad dating Elliot because I'm like, oh, I feel like him and Leah are, like, so cute together. But I had no issues. <laughs> okay. And this is why you would never divorce your character. I'd feel so bad. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, you can get into the achievements. <laughs> uh, I mean, I will say too, like, you can actually marry your co-op partners too. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's not easy to do. You have to get the wedding ring recipe, and then the wedding ring recipe costs five rodian bars and a prismatic shard, which is super expensive. So you're saying I'm not worth it, is what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you heard it here, guys. <laughs> no, you are worth it. But I will say, if you're playing co-op, I felt like it just kind of makes sense that everyone marries an NPC because the NPCs sometimes help you out on the farm. And if you have multiple wives and husbands, they give yeah. you stuff. Yeah. 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 Make your breakfast. <laughs> but yeah, so there's still so much of this game that, honestly, even Liz hasn't even touched. Like, did you know there's like a challenge mode where you essentially make the game harder? How do you make it harder? There's like a shrine you activate and it can actually make the dungeon harder, but you have like more rewards by doing it. 
Like there's so many different challenges and ways you can replay this game. Um, oh, I will say one thing I kind of wished, I wish your animal did something better. Your, uh, your pet. Did you guys pick a dog or a cat? Dog. Is your, is your animal. Yeah, dog. Good. Good. Thank I you. I like that you guys have cats <laughs> and you went the dog route. Yeah. We're not done. We're not making that mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> Virtually or in real life. <laughs> no more mistakes. cats. But yeah, other than like watering that dog every day. Oh, I always forgot to put water in the bowl. That's one thing the game does not explain to you. Well, I will say, I, I'm curious. Yeah. Amber, you said this, you found this game very accessible. So like, did you find it like, did you think it taught you well enough or was it just you learned like well enough on your own? Um, I think it's a combination of both. I think that it, like, slowly introduced you to things because, like Liz was saying, you didn't have a lot of energy. And so even trying to chop down a tree the first day was so hard. And so you quickly learned, like, okay, well, I need a better weapon. Well, how do I get a better weapon? I need to go to the mines to collect more materials to build a better weapon. And so it just slowly built itself up. And as the game progressed, you progressed as a player. Um, in that same token, though, I would say I feel like Stardew is the game that never ends, and it can go on yeah. and on and on. And for someone that likes a nice bow on the end of things and to have it wrapped up, that is hard for me to like reconcile because I just want it to be finished and like to know that I've finished my farm or I've beat the game, and this is not what this game is for well when we finished the community center that that kind of Mm -hmm. felt like a nice bow in some way not not the end of the game but kind of the end of game one and then everything else is kind of game plus oh i see i feel like once you complete the community center that's when the game begins yeah i know (laughs) i feel like that's when it still took us like over a year i think that's i think almost two yeah but i kind of like playing it and then going back like a year later and getting into it again like you get that excitement so i feel like it's one of those games that like every couple years you just like take it out and and also to what you were saying earlier andrew about like accessibility there are like so many like blogs and youtube videos uh, like that give you the best tips like way better than the tips that i did but like what what you should be planting the most so like for instance like melons in the summer like just invest in that yeah so there's so many so many resources out there so that you can play it the most efficiently that you can yeah but amber i'm, I'm glad you brought that point up because that was my biggest hang up with stardew valley when i when this game first came out i remember i yeah i got like halfway through my second year and i'm like what am i working towards like what am i doing and i remember it just ruined it for me uh not ruined it for me but i ended up stopping then not like liz liz kept going she loved just this constant grind but now that I feel like since it added so much and there's so many other challenges and things to collect, I do feel like it drives me more to play and keep going. But yeah, you you are right though. Like this game can be crazy long. Uh, it's listed at normal playtime from the main story is about 52 and a half hours. And to complete everything in the game, you're looking close to 149 hours people are walking in. So yeah, this is a long game if you're looking to try to do everything. But um, as far as the achievements go, and the achievements are a perfect example of this because, unfortunately, I do not recommend this game for achievement hunters. I think the achievements at both best are just okay. You get a little bit here and there, but major- like a lot of the achievements are shipping like five of everything. You know, getting maximum hearts with everyone. All the recipes, yeah, no thank cooking you. Cooking all the recipes. I think I'm at like six hundred and something or something. I, I 
I, I thought I would have like way more, but there are certain achievements that I just have no interest in. I am not making every single meal, uh, stuff like that. I just, I don't understand why you would bother. Yeah. I put I mean, enough at home. No yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some achievements that, um, like the cooking one, like there's one for like cooking five and then 10 recipes and then yeah, jump straight up to like cooking all the recipes. And it's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. That's just so much time. So I don't recommend it for achievement hunters, but it's, you at least will get some, just don't expect a lot. But yeah, so getting into our final thoughts here. Uh, for me, I love Stardew Valley. I think this game is a lot of fun. It's great, like Liz said, to play with a significant other or your kids. It's not punishing if people are screwing up. You know, yes, if your kid's dropping bombs in the middle of your farm and blowing things up, you may want to murder your child. But there's a lot of options you can change in the multiplayer settings. You can actually make it so you're farmhand your co-op partners like can't destroy your farm or can't move furniture so you can limit something so if you are playing with a younger person and you're afraid they're gonna start bombing everything there's some settings you can do to kind of prevent that same with like the you can have it show where they're putting stuff so yeah. like they don't put it in the wrong place so yeah handicaps so yeah there's there's this game is really accessible i didn't find it too difficult uh, to teach Liz, you know, this, like I said, this was like the first game I showed Liz, like, and she never played any video games at that time. And she, of course, took to this game like fish and water. So Stardew Valley is a lot of fun. It's really time consuming, but it is so relaxing. Um, oh, a negative thing, too. If you are playing this on xCloud, uh, I don't recommend playing on xCloud if you can't, if you're going to be interrupted. Because the unfortunate thing with Stardew Valley, it only saves every time you go to sleep. So sometimes it was unfortunate where I'm almost done with a day and it's like, crap, I got to stop right now. And I end up losing that day. And it's like 20 to 30 minutes for a day, right? Is Something that, like that. Yeah. yeah, about. So yeah, that's the only kind of small thing if you're looking to play on xCloud. But overall, I think the gameplay is so much fun. I wish the combat had a little more depth to it. It was just a little boring. I love the music. I wanted more of it. And I thought the stories were good. I thought just some of them, I just, I wish it was more overall story, but for me, Stardew Valley is so much fun. Great to play with friends. Uh, I'd give it a 93. Uh, same as what a lot of Andrew had said. It's an easy game. It's fun. I don't like that it goes on and on forever, but to Liz's point, if you would like to revisit it in a year or two years or three years, um, having to drop, what did you say? 50, how many hours? 52 hours. 52 for like the main, estimated time I think is a lot so I would probably say a 90 based off just practicality of actually finishing something if you are a completionist like I am I also really like this game um, I liked you know I think one of the biggest things um, was being able to play with Amber and um, you know because of the big difference in our skill range in games it's nice to be able to have a game where we can play together and have fun and it's not just like you know like if we were to play halo together or something i'd be carrying her although instead. i would add that i did get a kill for you the other night playing halo and an assist you did okay <laughs> but yeah do not it, take that accomplishment from me dave yeah <laughs> but no it's 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 a fun game to, to play where people are you know you can actually do things together um it's you know it's accessible you learn a lot as you go i don't I don't, it's not too handholdy, um, but it's fun to kind of explore and learn. The relationships are really cool. I think the people's stories are cool um, and interesting. You want to know more about them. So it has a lot of cool different systems that interact with each other. Um, I'd give it probably a 89. 
So I wanted to ask you guys, since you guys play a lot of co-op games, you know, sorry, before Liz gets into her score, That's okay. where does this game rank for a co-op game? Because I know you guys you know, loved It Takes Two, you guys loved A Way Out, you loved Overcooked Diablo. How is this, where does this game rank for you for a multiplayer game? Uh, I think because you can come back to it, like there, there is that positive element of it. But at the same time, like we're bored of it right now. We're taking a break to play other things and to watch shows. Um, and I feel like it's kind of like always in the back burner that we can come back to it. Um, honestly, I loved, I love Overcooked, like both one and two. And It Takes Two was just a lot more interactive and a little bit more fast paced. Um, and like I said, I really like games that they end and there's this final product. So I'd probably say this is definitely in the top three, but I wouldn't say it's my number one favorite co-op game. Huh? I'd probably say same, like same. It's 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 in my top three. I'd say for co-op games, it's like it's it's something we've we kind of haven't finished. We'll come back to it probably in a few months, and you know we played it for a few months. We stopped playing it for a few months. Came back to it. You know, it's it's fun to play, and um, you know we'll take a break and watch a whole series or something, and then come back and play some more. So it's it's kind of cool to have like that. So. All right. I will say for me, like I probably put this a little bit higher than you guys. Cause I mean, I play a good amount of co-op games with Liz and I feel like this is one of the few games we do not ever end up fighting about or bickering about. I think it's just cause Liz, you're so capable of this game, but whenever we play a game and you're asking me to help you with things, I get frustrated. You get frustrated. So you're impatient is what you're saying. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> not what I'm saying at all. Thank you. Thank you for interrupting. <laughs> hey, at least I let you give a score. <laughs> well, because then you could go into your segment. But I, I, I enjoy this game. I think this is a fantastic co-op game. It's, I would actually say it's probably one of my top two. But Liz, go into your score. And I want to hear what you think of this co-op game. I feel like I can't give it less than a 97 with the amount of hours that I've put into it. It's not a perfect game. Like, I mean, the story with, you know, it takes two and stuff. I mean... But this is like one guy. That's yeah. what amazes me. And I am factoring that in, that this one guy created um, this amazing game that I, I'm at this point too where I'm kind of bored and I almost let it affect my score where I was just like, I'm starting thinking about the things that's like, oh, I wish this, I wish that. But looking at it for like the first like, probably like 40 hours that I played, like I don't even want to look at how many hours I put into this. But it's like, it's magical. It's, it's like, that's how wonderful it is. It just, and it's so, uh, it's a leisurely game. You know, you don't have to really worry. You have so much to do and it's so fun. So looking at like the first like 40 hours or so, um, I just loved it. Uh, I think like too, like looking at games that I've had a similar score to, like, I mean, like Psychonauts 2, It Takes 2, uh, See It These was up there. I yeah. forget the score that I gave them, but it, this is just such a different type of game. And uh, yeah, I, I, I like my 97. It seems high now. Cause like I said, I, I am getting a little bored of it, <laughs> but looking at Metacritic 89 and 7.8, but there's not a lot of scores it takes, you know, one person with a zero. I'm sorry. Is that low? Issue. Well, one person had a zero cause of a technical issue yeah. from 2016. So, I mean, and there's, 10 reviews or something. So oh, I'm it really sure eats away at it. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, our listener who requested this game, Alex, 
said for us, he said this is probably by far the most perfect game he has ever played. And he highly recommends you do it on PC and do the Nexus mods and do it for mods when you play the game. So thank you so much, Alex, for suggesting this game and giving us a review for it. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. I've been your hardcore gamer, Stanji. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird0952. If you have a game suggestion, you can email us at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at GBGBPod and Facebook at GamePassGrabBag and all other things. Dave and Amber, thank you both so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Do you want people to follow you somewhere? No, don't follow me. (laughs) You can follow me on YouTube, but it's only science videos and you'll get bored real quick. Uh, Don't you make songs for those science videos? I do, but I haven't made any. I've been taking a temporary retired temporarily retired might be coming back one day i actually want to see your youtube channel i have not seen it oh it's it's literally all science videos so if anyone wants science videos uh i can uh give amber your uh i can get uh amber's youtube channel for you if you want because i don't think she wants to plug it (laughs) no I'm Liz Noob, gamertag comment on Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob Noob is EW, and I haven't been on there since like a little bit before the holidays, so I need to get back to it. I've been slacking. <laughs> and eating. Yeah. But uh, Keith will be back. Um, Keith just recently had a baby, so uh, he's taking a little time off. So. Baby uh, boy. Yep. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you again, David and Amber, for joining us. We love you all, and we'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.